Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Brace yourselves for a noble horror, because the call of Cthulhu Mystery Program has returned. Yes. Nerdy Show's beloved RPG audio drama of black comedy and Lovecraftian horror is back with an all-new series, a chilling tale called The Terrible Secret of Lot X. Head to CthulhuMystery.com or find the Call of Cthulhu Mystery program wherever you procure fine podcasts. Succumb to the maddening call of Cthulhu. The following program is presented by The Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 167, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. With me is the hard man with hard opinions, AFLM. Hi. And we have our security guy, Greg. Hola. And our king baby duck, Evan. <sighs> Why the size? Why the size, Evan? Game seven. Oh. <laughs> For those of you uh, at home, game seven means hockey. And the Bruins lost, so we're all very sad, which means if you remember, we were going to say, hey, the Bruins win, we're going to talk about the hockey anime, but they didn't. They didn't win the Stanley Cup, St. Louis did, so we're not going to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we lost bad. Like, we, that was an awful, awful game. We didn't even show up. Yes, we did. Dude, we played perfect, we played, the Bruins played perfectly fine until they started, like, breaking down because we started getting goal shot on us, because we... We shot, it was Bennington. Bennington played really, really, really well. If Bennington didn't play as well as he did, we would have won that game. Hmm. Because because we spent 75% of the game in to the, the St. Louis zone. And we've lost every fan who isn't a Boston, a Bostonian. <laughs> well, no, not even a Bostonian, not even, not even a hockey fan. So yeah. we still get can keep some of the Canadian fans, because they like hockey. So. Oh gosh, yes, oh yeah, we love the cocky up there, yeah, you know what, that's what it's all about. Hey, I, I don't know if uh, if Sean would, would really appreciate that uh, <laughs> that interpretation of Canadian. Yeah, only we can do that, because we're, we're part Canadian. <laughs> no, no, I'm also French-Canadian ancestry, no, no, no. so it's okay. Not French-Canadian, Canadian. <laughs> listen, to, listen to the words I'm saying, Evan. <laughs> So this episode, we're going to talk about uh, E3 and uh, the stuff that was covered there. There was a lot of, there was a lot of cool stuff that came out. There, there was a lot of cool stuff. That was, a lot of cool stuff. Not a lot of it was, was from Japan, too. I, so I was completely wrong about E3. I thought it was going to be a tech conference. Like an entire tech conference? Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and it wasn't. 
So uh, it was games, 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 it was and games. more games. Uh, we'll get more into that later, and there's going to be a lot of stuff that yeah. we're going to... I guess to talk about all three things that were important about E3. Yeah, and well, and then we can talk about stuff that we hated, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff we hated. Um, so, unfortunately, I'm sorry, uh, Wicked Fan, Mike Megadaffy, uh, we, you, I, I don't think you're going to be getting much hockey anime talk today, <laughs> even though I promised you that, uh, that there would be a little bit. Maybe we can revisit just a little bit. Just a little bit. Hey, remember when we had that hockey anime <laughs> idea going on? Yeah. Well, like you said, don't that even was cool. remember what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> we had it written down somewhere, but... Uh, well, actually, no, we didn't. We we created a Google Doc that was shared amongst everybody. Say, all right, any ideas, put it into this Google Doc, and it remained blank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember the I remember the majority of, like, the, the skeleton yeah, of the I, story. I, I too. It was very, it was very, uh, um, I, I Shield 21. Mm. I would yeah. say be the closest thing to it. And, uh, I Shield 21 and what was that? Uh, rugby anime? Oh, All Out? All, All out. out. Yeah. That super gay one. <laughs> it was, it wasn't that gay. It was super gay. I don't know. I, mean, I don't think I saw it the same way you did. Uh, but let's talk about some news. Let's ring the news bell. She's in the box. She's in the box still. So. Kinda, I forgot. I totally forgot. <laughs> so the bad news is Food Wars, the manga, is set to be concluding within the next couple of weeks. I think that's great. Yeah, that's news. not bad news at all. I think that's great news. <laughs> when, when, and that's not a bad thing yeah. either. When Japan, when somebody from Japan is able to say, "My story is ending, guys." That's great because then we don't get this endless story of just crap that doesn't make any difference to the actual progression of the story, and then the and then the writer of the story dies before they actually finish their story because they just wanted to keep going. Who died? <clears throat> high School of the Dead. <clears throat> Wait, what happened to High School of the Dead? Uh, the author died before he could finish it. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Yeah. Uh, well, and we're all worried about Berserk as well because, <laughs> damn man. You know what yeah. story they need to end? One Piece. It is. It's go. It, it does have an ending. I thought they were still going with it. No, like three years ago, he said it's about seventy five percent done. Okay. There's okay. So there how was many more years until the actual. Well, well okay. So it's been running this... since nineteen ninety, right? I think I think One Piece has been running since nineteen ninety. Okay. And so it's been running for twenty years. What's seventy five percent of twenty years? That's how many that. more years we have. It's probably about five or five to ten more. Five no, to seven. I would say five to seven more years of One Piece. I'm gonna do the math real quick. Because apparently it's in its final arc. I'm getting that can't be right. Yeah, no, you, you what seventy five percent is fifteen of twenty. So. Oh yeah, so another five years. Yeah, he had yeah. his phone calculator. Yeah, so I would say because <laughs> One Piece, I believe, is in its final arc right now. So, so and and there is one person. Who does know the ending? Well, that's the creator knows the ending. I don't even think the editor knows the ending, but he he gave the ending as a make a wish for for a kid. So he told the ending for as a make a wish to the to the kid, and then the kid passed away. So it died with him. So. Oh man. Yep. That's sad. <laughs> oh. What a great. You will make-a-wish. die with this secret. That is a totally amazing make a wish. That's a great make a wish. I mean, yeah, that it is. I'm saying for the kid. That's sad. Oh no, yeah, it's no, a no, terrible no, no. story. Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. an awful story. But if, if if worse comes to worse, and he had a make a wish, and he spent it on finding out what the ending of One Piece is, that is a great make a wish. But like, here's but here but uh, but again, so that's the good news. 
Food Wars is ending. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another uh, another another good uh, good example of this was uh, Terraformers. Because uh, the Terraformers manga made it all the way up to volume 20, and then he was just like, I'm sick, and then and then he can't, and then he wasn't working on it anymore. Well, guess what? July 21st, volume 21 is coming out. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Terraformers is actually coming back. Mm-hmm. And then we're getting more Black Lagoon, I think, eventually. Uh, yep, Black Lagoon's coming back in September. Uh... But the better news is apparently there are reports that there will be a fourth and final anime season of Food Wars coming out this fall. Final? I didn't know that. It's going to complete the entire manga. Hmm. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that the that the anime was as caught up as it was, I guess. Or yeah, the uh, right? apparently the uh, they only have to animate like 99 chapters, which when you look at the length of the chapters... Uh, of Food Wars, that makes up almost 24 episodes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, because that's that's what I'm finding out about um, We Never Learn. I mean, We Never Learn, like, eats up chapters, like, in the anime. Yeah. They fit, yeah, like, but, I, but that's a good thing. Like I pointed out in my review, like, it fixes a lot of the pacing issues that I have with the original manga. Kind of. I don't necessarily agree. Um... Because I like the manga. Uh, I like it too, but I feel like the flow of the anime is a little bit better. I like I, I think what the anime has to offer for We Never Learn is the animation. Because the I think they're able to animate the facial expressions of the characters very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what's really working for the animation of... Oh, and some of the art too. Because I, I noticed uh, there's a lot of like really strange quirks that the artist of we never learn has like he can't draw feet like that's like a huge thing and it's like okay He's Rob Liefeld? yeah well kind of <laughs> like, it's just like well if you have a character who's in a swimsuit the whole time you're gonna have to know how to draw feet because you don't swim in shoes like so it's just like like what do you yeah do? so you do what Rob Liefeld did and he drew rocks in yeah. front of everybody in front of everybody's feet yeah no, some, <laughs> but he has like some weird artistic like his hands are amazing like he draws hands really well and it's just like oh but Maybe he's got a hand fed. But other, uh, maybe. Uh, the, <laughs> like, his other appendages are just like, eh, you're right. <laughs> so it's kind of like the opposite of other manga writers. Like, they do a good job drawing the feet, but hands can be a little bit... Yeah, you can there. always tell you can always tell an, a manga artist who um who cannot draw feet because they just like never draw them in panel. It's just like man, dude, like you're making it so obvious that you can't do that. Like, go back into get the good. Uh, go back to the '90s and uh, look at any Rob Liefeld comics, yeah. and you will find a very poorly drawn Captain America. Well, besides the Captain America, where you cannot see his very poorly drawn feet because they're never drawn at all. Yeah. But you could also go to the new 52 uh, Hawk and Dove comics, which are terrible, and uh, and look at the feet that he drew there. They're literally triangles. But Rob, but Rob Liefeld is such a nice guy. He is. He's too nice he of is. a guy. It's he's too, too bad ni- that he yeah. made Deadpool. He's too nice of a guy to draw such horrible artwork. <laughs> Stanley loves him. Yeah. Uh, All right. So apparently, a character from last year's hit Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai has been appointed as City PR ambassador. Wait. Okay. What? Like a fake character? Yeah. 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 So the character of My Sakurajima, which who won the Waifu of the Year award, I think, or Best Girl over the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, was appointed as the summer PR ambassador for the Shonan Fujisawa Film Commission at a ceremony on. Uh, Let's see, this was back on June 1st. 
and it's to uh, celebrate both uh, the upcoming release of the next volume of the mo of the light novel series, as well as the upcoming movie, Rascal Does Not Dream of Dreaming Girl. Hmm. Huh. How is she doing as a representative? I think okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree Although with a lot of people don't seem to notice her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with her wearing bunny suit policies. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, how about this? Um, there's actually going to be a legit Studio Ghibli theme park, and it's planned to open sometime in uh, 2020. It's about time. Actually, no, wait, 2022. It's going to begin construction to, in 2020. Tomorrow? Yeah, wow. tomorrow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Raising a theme park in two years is very impressive. Uh, I, well, I mean, considering I, that it's going to be more like a, you know... Not like a hardcore ride Disneyland, Disney World kind of theme park. I mean, if you look at what what kind of things that Hayao Miyazaki and Toshio Suzuki and uh, the other guy I can't seem to remember right now. Uh, Goro the Miyazaki. That, <laughs> what they created, you know, I mean, you can do sort of like the teacup ride sort of thing. But most of the rides would be more of a relaxing sort of thing. Are you saying that you wouldn't want a roller coaster where you ride the dragon from Spirited Away through the... Oh, no, uh, I would love that. ...hotel? Like, that would be amazing. What, what other kind of rides would it would be? Could you, uh, or like, grab onto like a, a plush Totoro and like fly through the oh. air? Oh, oh be that would be so ride. cool. A cat bus tram? Yeah. To take you around the park? Yeah, um, probably like something to do with soot sprites because they're everywhere. Yeah, I, I, soot sprites would be like like just characters that they would paint on all the restaurants and stuff. So like every time you go into like a little eatery in all the, of in the, the signage, park, like yeah, there'd be like little soot sprites. You must be this tall to ride this ride. A, a stack <gasps> of soot sprites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, be or so cute. That sounds cute. Or the little Totoros, <laughs> like the little Totoros stacking yeah, up on each little, other. The little mm -hmm. tiny Totoro. Yeah, okay, the bunny Totoros. Totoros yeah. yeah. Yes. I can see that. We we should design this theme park. We should. Uh, they already got people to design it, and it looks really impressive what they want to do. They're going to be bringing in Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, it looks the like they're going to recreate. It would be really cool if they found a way to actually make it move. Is Billy Crystal going to be there? <laughs> that would be awesome, too. <laughs> so you guys, you said it would be almost impossible for them to like raise it within two years, but like yeah. Disney was able to do it with like Star Wars World, right? They did it within like a year? If I'm correct, I'm probably super wrong. Did I, they? I thought it was Star I don't know. Wars. It took, two years. it took them a long time to just do ba uh, Pandora. It took them like five years to do Pandora. Yeah, but yeah, I what a waste of money that was. But that one has floating rocks. I guess so. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I, I don't think there's going to be as much. See, now I'm curious. I got to go on the interwebs yeah. to find out. <laughs> Research for us, Greg. Research. That's what I'm here for. Be useful. Hey, stop playing Siege. Oh man. <laughs> Caught me again. <laughs> that was like a really lame moment that you two just had. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> me and Greg play sieged with each other, so it's it's that's their joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> All right. Next piece of news: G Kids is about to get triggered because they just announced that they will be releasing the Studio Trigger movie Promare this September in America. That's interesting. I. Love Studio Trigger. Yep. But I'm not excited for this movie. I've heard good things. I've heard actually, I've, I've heard really good reviews for it. Is this the one where Common is the main character? 
Yeah, well, yeah, not Kamina. <laughs> not Kamina. It's yeah, totally like... just Kamina. Um, yeah, it just it just looks. I don't know. Sh- shoddy. Like it looks okay. Like it. it there's nothing in it. Like, I watched the trailer, and I was just like, it looks cool. It looks like Studio Trigger, but what are they bringing to the table? It's not Little Witch Academia, like the first Little Witch Academia movie, and it's not uh, Inferno Cup. Like, literally, all I'm seeing is, like, it looks like they put Kamina in a movie, and... What? What do you have, Greg? No, I wanted you to finish out your... Oh, no, no, you you look like you have something. Like, what did you find out? I found... So, actually, uh... So the lands were announced, according to Wikipedia, the lands are called uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, They were announced August 15th of 2015. They started construction April 14th of 2016. The Disneyland version opened like two weeks ago on May 31st. And that was at Disneyland Hollywood Studios. And the Florida version is scheduled to open August 29th of this year. So, so about three yeah, years to construct. About like three years for construction. But just one land. Yeah, for just a land. Just one, yeah. Yeah, not two years. So this might for... be a small theme park. Probably. Oh, probably, yeah, it probably will small. be. I can't imagine But Galaxy's Edge, I think, is very detailed, and they dumped, sure. like, so much money into well, this. Yeah. You would totally want a detailed Miyazaki world. That's the whole point of a Miyazaki film, is that, like, but, even down to the food. But they also had to right. train actors, and, like, you had to train those people to be, like, the stormtroopers yeah the stormtroopers and all the everybody in the new one this is how they walk this is how they turn this is how they shake their booties well did you see the um the video online where like a little girl went to star wars uh galaxy's edge dressed as bb-88 and two uh stormtroopers stopped her and took her to kylo ren because she was a bb-88 robot (laughs) it was so cute (laughs) yeah that is cute Mm mm-hmm now I want to see how much that park costs, but I thought I heard it was like a billion dollars. <laughs> oh that. man, that was gonna oh, be yeah. my that was gonna be my astronomical number as a joke. But no, but really, I think they were serious about that because like Disney a, can afford it. Can you imagine just dropping a billion dollars? And like it doesn't cost them much. Yeah, they make that like, money so quick. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll make that back like no problem. And it, like literally, a billion people will walk through there in a weekend. <laughs> they, they've already made their money back <laughs> all they need to do is just buy a pretzel and then <laughs> and they made their billion back. if one person buys a, a disney pretzel shaped like mickey and it's too small for 15 bucks then every then they'll that make how much that. you spent last time you were down there no on a pretzel how much was that pretzel John? Uh, on a pretzel i don't know it's probably like four to six dollars <laughs> what were we talking about it came with mustard how much <laughs> the park would cost no no, no i know oh. uh but before that we were talking about an actual news story that's why I was afraid to interrupt, because this would happen. <laughs> no, I know, but, but this that was really interesting, and I really liked it. Evan, you remember everything. What were we talking about? Um, G-Kids. We, were... we were talking about G-Kids. Yes. And yeah, we were about... G-Kids getting Promare. Yeah. So I've never even seen a trailer for Promare. You haven't? I've seen, I've seen a poster. I've seen, I've seen a we... couple of trailers. It looked really good. That's how I, that's how I know Kamin is in the movie. Mm. So, like... Wait, what? Kamin from Gurren Lagan. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, like they basically took his model and they put him as the main character in Promare. So fair enough. Like he, it's it's you watch the trailer and you're just like, okay, Kamina's in this movie. Like, well, he was also in Kisniver, except he had pink hair. <laughs> so I that's thought true. you said communism the movie, and that's why I turned. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, we watched that one last episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That was, that was a Funan reference. For don't, those who haven't, don't listened. joke about that, Andrew. <laughs> it's very offensive. It's not. It's communism, man. <laughs> communism happened. It's and it sucked. It's still it's still, <laughs> yeah, it's still it happening still and it still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what else sucks? Another horse girl's dead. Oh yeah, I heard about so, this. So okay, and and when you, when so when you sent us this story, I was just like, okay. This probably was happening, like, every single year, <laughs> and every single day of every single year, but we never had an anime to care, like, about it. <laughs> yeah, right. There's so <laughs> many dead horses. So, so, I'm sure it's happened a lot, but they're all, they're just slowly dying now because, one, it's their time, two, we're, now everybody's taking notice because there was an anime about these horses. Yeah, and not to mention, too, you gotta think about the racing horses that are in Japan. Japan's much significantly smaller than america so like if america made a show about horse racing like there would be a lot of horses to pick from because they did it was called luck it starred dustin hoffman and they had to cancel it during the second season because too many horses were dying during production oh <laughs> oh my god goodness because they made them the animators <laughs> work horse work and then it just died like a normal animator does <laughs> yeah outsourcing outsourcing our animation to all of them horses yeah. they work for carrots they think it's a good idea but then they die and Peta gets mad <laughs> <laughs> fucking Peta. <laughs> uh, but anyway uh, the one that died this time was Biko Pegasus who passed away on June 11th at the age of 27 I literally think this horse was a background character yes <laughs> like, a little bit but she was voiced by Ami Tanaka who does the voice of Umaru-chan oh wow that's <laughs> I I saw the picture and I was like oh that horse girl is cute you know like and just I, like the rest of them yeah like I yeah exactly I just barely remember a horse with wings like, <laughs> like oh, okay. Pegasus Pegasus I don't know about that one alright well how about we move on to Into the West because there is a lot Into the West of Western animation yeah Western animation news perfect transition from horses Into the West <laughs> Second season of Love, Death, and Robots has been greenlit on Netflix. Surprise. I know. I'm not surprised by that at all because they can literally just take any animation that they want and put it into it. That being and it said, was popular. That being said, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I watched the good ones. I can't I can't watch it when my wife's around. She'll be very upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched the good ones. Yeah. Did you watch Suits? No, I didn't watch Suits. So you didn't actually. watch the best ones. Yeah, okay. I watched the good ones, but you didn't watch the best ones. Suits was the my favorite. Okay. Did you watch the fridge one? The fridge. The one, one? with uh, with Topher Grace. Topher Grace and uh, and uh, Elizabeth Mary Mary. No, Elizabeth no, no, no. The one where yeah, the one with the society in their fridge. Yeah. No, I, so I didn't, you didn't see the best ones. <laughs> okay. Well, I watched the ones that people told me to watch, but except for the ones that you told me to watch. <laughs> yeah. So. Story. Of so my basically, life. you watched the ones where like this one's got boobies, that one's got boobies, that one has boobies. Nah. I really, really, really liked the first one the best so far. Like that, that first, the, the like literally episode one. You is, haven't seen. Suits? Like I feel like that one I, I could know. be its own universe. Like that could be spun off into its own series. They do. It's called Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> that was just adult Pokemon. It was. It was. Yeah. Which is Monster Hunter. <laughs> adult Pokemon. Monster, Monster Hunter is adult Pokemon. So it's kind of true. <laughs> Tell it the Fox family. All right. Oh wait, they they don't exist anymore. 
All right. Apparently, the uh, animated series. Who, who, whoever watched uh, Daria? Uh, I didn't. No. But my boss used to be an animator on Daria. Ah, really? Oh, no, okay. A, a past boss of mine. I still work in the same, the same like job mm. that my that this boss is in. But I do, he's not my actual boss anymore. So, but yeah, he used to be an animator for Daria. That's, that's awesome. Cool. Well, apparently they are going to be doing a spin-off series that's going to be focusing more on the character of Jody. And this is going to be one of the first of a few spin-off shows in within the world of Daria. Apparently they're going to make a Dariaverse or something like that. <laughs> that's odd. Yeah, wouldn't that just be more episodes of Daria? I don't know. I don't know. Well, apparently this one looks like it's going to take place like with them now in the working world. So oh. we would be curious to see what they have become, you know, during this, you know, after all this time since we've last seen them. They should do that with King of the Hill. Yeah. I would love for them to do that with King of the Hill. <laughs> that would be great. As another side note, the uh, my uh, boss, animator boss's college roommate was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Gerard Way? Yep. No way. Yep, Gerard Way was, was his roommate. What? And then he went off and was My Chemical Romance. He was like, what the heck, man? And then he, and made, he makes and comic then, books. And then he made Umbrella Academy. And he was like, what the heck, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little louder that time. Yeah. <laughs> So. All right. Awesome. So, after a little bit of speculation or rumors, it has been also confirmed that the Boondocks is going to be coming back in 2020. That's a good thing. I do like the Boondocks. That is a fun yes. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony Pictures Animation, they're going to be doing it again. Aaron McGrudder is back as showrunner. Uh, it looks like uh, John Witherspoon will be back as granddad. No word on... Uh, if uh, Regina King is going to be playing Huey and Riley again, what with her, you know, crazy schedule now that she's won, now that she won the Oscar, but you know, fingers crossed that you know they managed to get her because she was excellent as both Huey and Riley. I don't see why she wouldn't. That was part of what made her so awesome in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like that, everybody knows her for the, that voice or those voices, as I should say, as a matter of fact. So. Yeah, I hope she does. I like the Boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as I remember, too, like, every season of the Boondocks held up its same quality and, like, and writing. Mm-hmm. And Pretty what much. Was... I mean, season four, which uh, McGregor was not part of, it had its flaws, but the series, from the well, former series finale of that, I remember being really funny. Mm, yeah. So, yay to that. And then one more little piece of news, and I did touch about this for a split second on the previous episode of Wicked Anime, but Kevin Smith has hinted that he may be trying to bring back the Clerks cartoon for its 20th anniversary. Dude, I... That would be awesome. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. So the best thing about Clerks was the animated series. Like, seriously, I am not a fan of the Clerks films. Really? Okay, I I love them. I I kind of relate to them because of the job that I do outside of all this stuff. Sure. Well, uh, before I started working in retail, I I watched the Clerks film, so I didn't have that experience to go along with it. But that being said, the Clerks animated series is the greatest thing that Kevin Smith has ever done. (laughs) Yo, guys, they gave us $5 for breakfast this morning. I hope this trial never ends. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I think you're a heathen for saying that. <laughs> I, I would movie... I would even go as far to say that, that Clerks the Anime Series is better than comic book men. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I liked comic book men, although it was cheesy as hell. It was awful. It yeah, was it was. Yeah, it, was never it was awful. And it got canceled. Scripted yeah. schlock. Yeah, it, was, yeah it, it really was. <laughs> okay, so I agree with you on the fact, like, Clerks 2, yes, it could have been worked on so much better, but Clerks 1 was a masterpiece. Oh, yeah, without a you question, totally Greg. That, yeah, I mean, I feel like that was, like, the indie film that really spawned, like, this whole revolution in the 90s of, you know, like, that sort of angsty teenage college kid sort of movies that would, be, you know, would be spawned later on. Well, I guess it's it's worth a rewatch. Yeah, I, I mean, I would totally rewatch. I'm down. Clerks. I like so. I, would, I, I liked would. Mallrats. I think Mallrats was like my favorite. Which is weird because that's like the worst out of the whole Viewisk universe, but it's still a good movie. That's and and so that's kind of it too. Is that I'm I'm kind of like different when i when i look at kevin smith's movies like i hated dogma dogma is not funny yeah. it's really yeah, i think that's his I, that's funny. my absolute favorite of his yeah. dogma yeah dogma's supposed to be funny what do you mean it wasn't supposed to be funny i thought it like it was an interesting story although you can't you can't find it on any streaming services because i wanted to watch it a couple weeks ago and they actually pulled it down because he got so much um what's the word i'm looking for uh pushback from Christian, uh, the Christian faith, they were not happy with it. Well, I mean, there's a lot worse things that the Christian faith could be pushing back against than dogma, but because I mean, dogma is yeah. just a film, so whatever, right? But, but I mean, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of dogma either. I really didn't think it was funny, but yeah. uh, I mean, like the the cast was funny. Like they had a good set of like you know Alan Rickman was in it, and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were in it. Like that's kind of funny. Like, and they had funny roles in it, but otherwise I was just like, eh, the story is kind of just mediocre and lame. Speaking of which, another side note, which is another tangent. Did you see the meme online for uh, Thor Ragnarok where uh, where Matt Damon plays Loki in Dogma and then he ends up playing Loki again in Thor Ragnarok oh, on, yep. sta on the oh, stage play? Yeah. So, like, he's played Loki <laughs> twice in yeah. his career now. So. <laughs> Just fun fact. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yes. He could be Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Hiddleston's like backup. <laughs> yeah, right. I like it. Was I feel like it was like one of the only people who looked at Tom Hiddleston when he first showed up in the first Thor movie, and I'm like, that looks like Balky from Perfect Strangers. Yeah, you probably would have because I didn't see Perfect Strangers. <laughs> Which one was Perfect? Old sitcom. Okay. I keep forgetting there's a five-year age gap between the two of us. <laughs> five years is not that much time. <laughs> but it is. It's it's not. It, is. it is. Yeah, it's supposed to. Like, did you ever watch Cheers? Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you watch it when it was airing? When it was, like, new episode of Cheers? I don't remember. Maybe, Maybe. yes. Like I know we our, watched... If, if I know we watched, did. Yeah, I know we watched Frasier when it was airing. So. Oh, I watched Frasier, too. That, <laughs> that's still one of my favorite sitcoms, Freaking man. yeah. One of the best spinoffs ever. Probably the best spinoff ever, in my opinion. Yeah, right? Why do you have to go move to Seattle, though? <laughs> Seattle's a town. He wanted those tossed salad and scrambled eggs, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't get that in Boston. You ever had tossed salad and scrambled eggs in Boston? They always do it wrong. <laughs> they Seattle. scramble the salad and they toss the eggs. And then they get it wet in the rain. That's always in Seattle. But anyway, we were talking about the Clerks cartoon possibly being rebooted. And if you've ever listened to the director's commentary on the Clerks 
uh, TV show DVD. They like shared like 13 episode ideas that they had all like written out, and they could probably do those 13 episodes. Hey, listen, if uh, if Judge Reinhold's gonna be back in it again, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that that's like the only episode of Clerks that anybody remembers. Yeah, <laughs> is is the trial episode. Well, it was that episode and the quote unquote clip show episode that only aired on television. <laughs> I watched the Clerks cartoon when it was airing on ABC, and I was pissed on week three when it didn't show up. Yeah, can you believe it? <laughs> but yeah, Clerks cartoon. Please, Kevin Smith, bring it back. Bring it back. Yep, I'll watch. I bet yes. you there'd be a huge Kickstarter for it too. Like people would just like throw. Oh it my money. god! Yeah. I would throw my money fast at that. Do yeah. you think it would get as much money as when Critical Role did their Kickstarter for their? They did. I think it would. I think it would. I think it could. Yep. Do you think it could make as much money as Subverse? Is the question. <laughs> <laughs> I got my Steam key for that, but I don't have a PC that I can play for it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> for people who don't get that joke, it's fine. <laughs> don't look it up. <laughs> No, it's no, do a, look it up. It's just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's looking at <laughs> Oh, Jesus. What did you do? I don't, I, While I you do that, in. I think that's a nice little segue to the Fetters of the Week! Fetters of the Week? Godzilla roar. Okay, I unzoomed. There we go. Alright, let's zoom back in on Fetters of the Week! Yeah! Young woman scented body soap and deodorant becomes a hit with lonely Japanese dudes. Nice. How young? <laughs> I don't know. It just says young. <laughs> that's the part that's like very, very standoffish for a minute. <laughs> there. I mean, the girl in the picture looks college aged. Okay. Well, I mean, keyboard looks. I mean, considering you can buy like really filthy loli figurines in japan like yeah. it's like how young <laughs> i was thinking about this for a sec because i was i was just i was going through um right stuff today because evan you sent us sent us over that senko san figurine that got yeah and uh coupled with it was the the fox girl from no game no life mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. like shirtless and and she's like holding up like a top and she's like sitting I was just like, but she's like five. No, but she's like eight hundred years old. It's like the whole spiel of just like, look at how like childish this this creature is, and it's just like, but she's eight hundred years old. It's like doesn't matter. I don't think like that's yeah it's something. What? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are short girls out there. I, sorry, I just no, couldn't fathom it for a short second. girls are fine. Yes. Children, like like yeah, there, children. Yeah. There are there are there are ways to proportion body parts to make them still look like a short adult, but this is like, you know, drawing them with their eyes, their nose, and their mouth all close together in the center of their face, it makes them look younger. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like you know, it's we're talking about Japan, Greg. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> So anyways, about a year ago, Japan's Roto Pharmaceutical announced that it had isolated two chemical compounds, lactone C10 and C11, which the bodies of young women produce in greater quantities than those of older women. And so the production of lactone C10 and C11 peak in the teen years. Oh, okay. So I guess the teen. Okay, that answers that question. The 18 years, I would say. I'm hoping it's the 18 years. (laughs) 
So Roto was quick to develop a line of lactone-rich body soap and deodorant, which it claims is an industry force, called De Deoco. And the primary target market is, you know, women in their 30s and older. And, mm, you know, okay. since its release, you know, it's been a big hit with sales 60% above initial productions, but because it's mostly guys buying it. I see. So it was, it was initially sold for younger, for older women to the have smell the, the smell and pheromones of a younger woman. Okay. Uh, so my thought, my question was going to be, what, what's the point? Uh, and that answers it pretty well, actually. Um, yeah. And and that actually that that explanation makes it okay. Yeah. For me, and I think that it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't find okay is how it is being used, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't make any sense anyway. Because it doesn't make cause, any cause sense. Because what does it matter if you're shampooing with that certain sense? Like, who cares? Well, for some people who shower before they go to bed, they'll shower with the soap. And then go to sleep with their Dakimakura. Mm, and, then yeah. and then they'll go to bed to the scent of a beautiful woman. Sounds like a great Saturday night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> woman scented soap and Rainbow Six Siege. Saturday night. That sounds like a friend of ours who would do that. <laughs> I won't bring him up by name. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. No, you know you who you are, man. <laughs> Text me and I'll apologize. No, Smith, this the So, okay, what have we been watching? Agretzko. Oh, yes, yes, season two of Agretzko dropped. Yeah, so, literally today, Agretzko season two came out, and I just sat and just watched the whole whole thing well i was same like, here same here and I, I haven't started and it was awesome what, was um, it, it was, was awesome it okay yeah i do have a complaint though because i feel like the, the, the last episode was kind of a re repeat of the season finale of season one kind of boo it's no 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 i i thought it was still very good because it didn't achieve the same goal Right, as, as the it did it, it it achieved a different goal than season one did, so it's this still progressed the story, which was really nice. Yeah, but you know, um, he she brings the love interest into the karaoke bar, and she kind of does the same similar right, thing which, that which I actually thought was fine because it's the adventure. Because like I thought it was really nice that the first half of the season and the last like so so there's like two stories told within this one season. So, um, this is kind of like me explaining it to you, Jonathan, who hasn't seen it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, so like the first half of the season is like her learning how to kind of take charge of somebody under her in, at, at her work. Mm -hmm. And then the second half of the season is about her, uh, falling in love again. But the whole thing is about her talking about marriage with her mother. So it's, it's really, really good. Cause like you see your mother in the first and it's hilarious. And then, but then Okay, so for me, there's this joke in it. I think it's in episode seven, where I, where I, it was the funniest joke in the whole series for me, where uh, the boss, uh, uh, Director Ton, mm -hmm. the, yes. who's my one of my favorite characters in all of Gretzko. So busy. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so the, C oh, so busy, so busy, so the so CEO, busy. the CEO wants him to go golfing with this new yes! guy who wants to help him uh, help invest in the company that they work for okay and he's just like the ceo's just like tone director tone do you like golfing and he's just like 
I may dabble in it while he's like polishing his golf clubs. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so they're golfing and, and, uh, he's just like, Ton, you know what to do. He's like, yeah, I do. Guy takes a golf swing and he goes, yeah, like you're doing so good. Like this is director Ton. And yeah. he's just like, okay, I'm up. He slams his golf club into the ground and pushes like all the dirt up. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm so terrible at this. Like, uh, I died a little inside after I did that. It was just, it was so funny. And then, and then, like, at the end of it, he's, like, laying on the ground, like, business golf trips are so exhausting. <laughs> it, it was brilliant. I I thought, even though it had a similar premise to what the first season was, the first season was about dating. The second season was about marriage, mm-hmm. which I thought was really nice. And it actually had some really wholesome values in it, mm-hmm. like, throughout yeah. the whole thing about getting married and about being in relationships and... You, you learn more in depth about the other characters in, in the series. Like, you learn more backstory about the side characters. Uh, just And just, like, little bits and pieces, too. And they're really... Re- like the hippo lady. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kaide. Who, you know, she was annoying in the first season. But now in the second season, she's you learn about awesome. her backstory. And like, you're like, yeah. she's actually really nice. She's really super nice. And then, um, and then like, uh, her two uh, friends... Uh, the the bird and the gorilla mm-hmm. um they get into a tiff eventually and that was really funny like that was a really good dynamic and then of course uh uh Heida kun is like still caught in the middle of everything and you're just like poor Heida kun oh my gosh <laughs> you, you feel like he's just kind of like a punching bag and feneco is still feneco like feneco that you don't really learn anything about feneco feneco well just no feneco. it's because she's the character who's meant to push like conflict along yeah. she she stirs the pot yeah and so mm-hmm. if she were to change from that character then there would be nobody to stir the pot to uh, yeah to push the i stuff. but right but i love i love feneco and i love director, <laughs> i love director ton <laughs> director ton is one of my favorite characters uh i love feneco feneco is a great character uh retzko is just a babe yeah, she's, she's great um yeah, she's a working so, girl it's yeah it's just it's just so, so what funny. did you think of the uh, the new character of Anai, the one who kind of starts like it's, being I, a kind of a dick? Uh, well, that's kind of the the spin on it, and um, I I really liked him because because I thought his dynamic into the season was really great. I loved I loved how they mixed him in, and then eventually he just kind of became a character for the rest of the series. Because like the first yeah. half of the series is kind of about him, this new character that they're introducing, mm-hmm. and then and then the, the he's got like this sort of like split kind of personality, in, which is really cool. Um, highly, high, I highly recommend just watch, uh, being able to watch it. It's so. So my question for you is: one, is the opening different, and is it? Just as good as the first one. So it's the same opening, same opening song, which I was happy about, reanimated. Okay. With new animation. And I watched it every single time. Like, I, you know, you watch, you're on Netflix and there's always just like, skip intro, question mark? And I was like, no, no. This is a goes <laughs> metal. It's like real metal, too. That's yeah. See, that, that's always been my thing about a Gretzko. It's not just like, oh, Japanese metal. It's real metal. Like, this is real metal. We, we want a metal show, so we're going to get all the visual high. Yeah, it's, no, it's it's real metal. And it's, and and I know my real metal. Because so a new, a new Sabaton speak. song, a new Sabaton song came out Oh, today. I haven't listened to Red Baron. It's so good. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. It's so good. We'll listen to it after this. Okay. <laughs> Japanese metal is fake? No, no, Japanese no. metal is really good. Yeah, there's I, there's some really good Japanese different metal. flavor. Yeah, there's, a, there's different flavors of metal, and J-metal is a flavor, and J-metal is bad. 
Like I don't, I don't enjoy J metal. Um, really? All right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to introduce you to the band Electric Eel Shock then, because they're really good. No, I've heard Electric Eel Shock, but like, there's, there's, there's. I mean, with as anything, like, there's different genres of metal, and there's like, in the same way that there's Japanese pop music, which I really don't enjoy J rock or J anything. Like, there's, there's that a, a form of metal that's just like that, and I don't like that. But there's still. You know, westernized, oh, like, oh, oh, Scandinavian. Oh, I you're talking metal. about more, like, visual K-styled. Yeah, like, there's... Where it's, like, the theatrical metal. Kind of. It depends. Uh, uh, there's there's different examples, but I've heard some Japanese bands that are some that are pretty heavy. Like, Japanese black metal is a thing, Japanese grindcore, and de- Japanese deathcore is a thing, and it's just like, okay, this is good. So... So now I have a question. So if we call their versions of metal and pop, like, J-pop, J-metal, when they listen to our stuff... Do they call it like a pop, a metal for like American? I think it's Western. Mm. Yeah, it's it's Western music. Western. Yeah, that's not as fun. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, metal is Scandinavian to be in. It probably sounds better in Japanese. Probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Evan, what did you watch? Um, well, there was a brand new episode of School Babysitters that popped right. up on Crunchyroll. Oh, oh my god! I, I, watched I missed it, this yeah. show so much. Really? Yeah. 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 Episode thirteen popped up. And yeah, so it focused on yeah. on Nichan trying to study, and all the other kids are like, "Well, Nichan's trying to study. We're going to study too, and we're going to work hard for yeah. when he gets back." So it's not imperative to watch it because none of the sexy moms are in it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Like that's all you need to know. Right. It's 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 not important. So what you're saying is, I have to wash myself down with some feminine soap before yeah. <laughs> before watching it. Yes. yes. The <laughs> best part about school babysitters was the hot moms, like because they were so the attractive. They were so super attractive. They were the most attractive characters in the show. And it was great. I loved it. I loved every second of it. <laughs> Andrew, that was beautiful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, School Babysitters, great cool. show. Beside, with the, you know, outside of the MILFs. <laughs> um, so, oh, a- anything else, Evan? Um, I think that is about it on my end. Although, you know, I have been catching up on the Cartoon Network series OKKO Let's Be Heroes, which is kind of related to anime because Studio Trigger uh, animated the opening segment of that show. We have talked about that before, yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. I I think it's wicked funny. It's And, you know, a lot of people uh, don't talk about it much because, oh, it's not Teen Titans Go or Steven Universe. <laughs> yeah, it's only... It's it, it's a potentially good show. Ah, I don't know. know. It was, well, I like Teen Titans Go, but... Um, I do too. Uh, I thought you were going to say Steven Universe. No. I'm like, man, Steven I thought Universe? you hated that show. Oh, I hate Steven Universe. That's an awful show. <laughs> that's no secret to anybody else, and you're going to get feedback for saying that you hated it again. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I am going to get feedback, yeah. <laughs> Bad end. I mean, I, I enjoyed Steven Universe, but then the fandom just went way too toxic, and I was like, I don't think I could continue watching this. So about what I watched. <laughs> what did you watch? <laughs> I didn't watch anything. I actually uh, read the next volume of My Hero Academia. That's right. I have to finish that. I I feel like we're very clearly into season five, if I wanted to guess. Mm -hmm. Unless this is a 20, season four is going to be 26 episodes long or 24, whatever, then we might get what we're into Mm -hmm. right now. And it might actually be caught up to where we are in America. Please don't spoil. I'm not going to spoil it. However, I am going to say that this volume sucked. (laughs) Like it was so disappointing. Well, there's a couple there. I, in my opinion, there's a couple volumes of My Hero Academia that are just 
they just suck. Like, yeah, there's going to be one or two episodes in season four that are going to be really bad. See, I enjoyed this. I actually kind of enjoyed this volume of My Hero Academia, mostly because it was about Jiro, which is like my favorite My yep. Hero Academia girl. Um, and, and she often gets pushed aside. Yep. But if it was just about Jiro, then it would have been fine. It would have been better. Like, but they introduced this villain that we just don't care about. No, he's so useless. Like, like I that's what I hate about... Like, the, the literally the only reason why he's in there is because Midori is the main character and he has to fight somebody. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I really hate about shonen anime. So, like, I, I enjoy shonen anime from time to time. I mean, heck, we talk about Food Wars, we talk about Naruto, we talk about Bleach, we talk about... Yeah, shonen anime is great. We love it. It's fine. But the problem with shonen anime is not filler, like everybody thinks it is. The problem with shonen anime is they always have to have somebody to fight. They can't just do drama. Like, we've talked about it a thousand times. It's because then pre yeah. boys don't want a drama. Yeah, exactly. We talked about it a thousand times. Naruto the Last. Yeah. It should have been a, dra- a drama movie about Naruto and Hinata getting ready for their wedding. But no, we have to go fight on the moon! You know, it's just like, ugh. You see that this is why I love Doctor Stone because it's a shonen series, but there's like sciencey stuff in between the fight stuff, so you get a good balance. This is why I like Promise Neverland is because mm. Promise because Promise Neverland is technically a shonen. Technically, I don't really see it as a shonen, but technically, it's a shonen, <laughs> and it's not afraid. Like they don't actually fight anybody. It's all a mind game of cat and mouse. And then, eventually they do fight people, but th- because they haven't centered and, or focused the, 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 the universe around fighting, yeah. it's kind of like, whoa, they're when fighting it happens, Like, oh my gosh, they're yeah. fighting somebody? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. So, and not to mention, we're like volumes in, well mm-hmm. into season three, even, like if they were going to make an anime that far, and fighting just showed up. Yeah, well, I mean, we're about 90, now we have about 90 chapters of, which is only about half of what Japan has. Japan's in like 130 plus now. Wow. So so they're so they have a good chunk that we haven't read yet, which I can't wait for Promise Neverland to end. I love it so much. I want it to end. Like, Doesn't that always sound like a terrible thing? Yeah. Say, I can't wait for this to end. I just want it to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Because um. But no. Well, because there's nothing better about a story than its ending. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Except yeah. for the bleach ending. Yeah. Well, that's because <laughs> the poor guy gave up. He was just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. We don't talk about that. On like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so it'll be it'll be really cool to see. But yeah, yeah, I I agree with you. Like the whole My Hero Academia thing of like, here's a new villain because we have to punch things because we're superheroes. It's like no, like they're they're having a school festival. Just let them have their school festival with nobody interrupting. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Maybe what they can do is adapt a couple of the chapters of the spin-off series, the Vigilantes one, because there are some great stories out of that one. Yo, I don't like Vigilantes. Really? Okay. Yeah, I read I bought I bought volume one and I read the whole thing and I was so bored that I was like, I can't pick up another one. Like I couldn't I I just like can't. And I and I feel bad about that too. But it's just like I, I'm not motivated to find out what happens to these characters that I really don't care about. Granted, the guy who doesn't have a quirk but is as strong as All Might is super cool. Yeah. Um, Wait, what? He's kind of like Marv from Sin City. 
Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah that's yeah. a perfect example of him because he's like all homeless and stuff. There's like this homeless vigilante that that is like a superhero who has super strength, but he has no quirk. So he's not a superhero then if he doesn't have a quirk. Who says you can't be a superhero if you don't have a quirk? Batman's a superhero. Oh, that's a different universe. Because in this universe, they define it as you have to have a quirk to be a superhero. Which is why he's a vigilante. Yeah. Okay, but I don't like the fact that it's like he's the same power level as All Might, though. Really? Well, I was that's hyperbole. Like he 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 fights crime and like he'll smash some faces and that's English that goes right over my head. Yeah. <laughs> it means that if you ask me if what hyperbole means, no, I'm just saying like English just goes over my head. I don't speak it well enough. I don't understand it well. Enough. <laughs> so it, it, he's not as strong as all me, but like he uh, he wants. But like, you, you just, like, made it sound like he was as strong as all night. I'm like, wait, no. They, they're they just breaking their universe then, in my eyes. Yeah. Well, they've already broken their universe by, by creating the My Hero Academia movie, which was just garbage. So, <laughs> we're, we're totally recapping last week's Wicked Animal. It wasn't yeah. garbage. I mean, it won the crunchy roll I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> it beat Mirai into the night of short walk on girl. <laughs> We're never going to be sponsored by them. I, I'm sorry. I, I use Crunchyroll as a service to watch anime. I do not like them as a company. Okay. I don't like any of the anime companies, to be honest. I mean, let's get real. They're all trash. The American services. Huh? The American services. Oh, yeah. The Japanese services don't even like them. <laughs> I have to work with these folks? Nah. <laughs> Um, that was a perfect Japanese accent, might, might I yeah. say. Meh. <laughs> well, thanks for considering us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, anything else? Anybody want to talk about a show that they've seen? Otherwise, I can't remember if I've seen anything new or not. I think we, I think we talked about everything that I saw. So then, um, should we talk about E three? Then that's going to be our yeah. topic. That's going to be our topic for today, everybody. For those of you who are coming into the podcast late for some reason, yeah, because we're just gonna, we're just gonna, we just want to talk about all the things we saw. Yeah. Yeah. Can anybody, everybody agree that it was breathtaking? Huh. You're breathtaking. Uh, <laughs> good one. That was. The best thing ever. For those of you who don't know, let's start. Let's start off with something really awesome. So they introduced that one of the main characters of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is going to be Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah. And if if I want, so and I it's not even a cameo, by the way. He has the second most amount of lines in this video game. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they don't, they don't show him in the trailer though. Yeah, it's really bugging me. Yeah. I yeah. Didn't at see the, him the end. In the trailer. Yeah. He's, he's at the dead end of the trailer. So when when the so in the trailer the your main character guy their deal goes yeah. bad you get shot in the face right yeah and then he wakes up in the junkyard and Keanu Reeves is like wake the f up and yeah, then, we have a city to burn yeah we got a city to burn and he like takes off his sunglasses and he looks exactly like John Wick. <laughs> oh. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. It was so good like i was so happy like it and like i was already excited for cyberpunk 2077 yeah but, me too but now i'm just like oh and it has keanu reeves like great that sounds fantastic and, and, then, this, and then this game has up. been in production for like almost five i think no like almost six seven before witcher but, 3 even came out 
Like, yeah, before Witcher 3 even came out. And think about that. They have kept this secret for that and long, yeah, almost. And it's gone through, like, they scrapped it and started over, and they redid it, and oh my gosh. The funny thing is about this, too, is that, like, during the presentation, everybody freaked out when Keanu Reeves was in the trailer, but then he walks out on stage, <laughs> and, and, and everyone's like, ah! and he's legitimately, like, psyched out of his mind about it. To the point where he's like ad libbing, he's riffing, and yeah. like, and the part where the guy in the audience yells, "You're breathtaking," and then Keanu Reeves points at him and goes, "You're breathtaking." Well, because because yeah, because he goes uh, like, "Everything in the game is just breathtaking." <laughs> You're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. Yeah, and then um, I, I'm sorry, but the best part is when he just goes cyberpunk. <laughs> well, that was yeah. He's just, I'm sure everybody's heard the story too that um, the the guy who said you're breathtaking. Has, oh yeah, has a photo of Keanu Reeves pointing directly at him, and he posted it on his Twitter, and uh, said Keanu Reeves called me breathtaking tonight. And then, um, and then CD Red Project CD Red tweets back at him saying, "You are breathtaking, and you're gonna get a limited edition of Cyberpunk 2077 oh, for free." Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so. Oh man! So he's getting a free, a free <laughs> limited edition Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven because the only downside is is the statue isn't Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, right? right. It's yeah, it's the it's the uh, the the default basically the boring the, guy. Well, yeah, well, the boring guy get, who's not Keanu Reeves. You get to create your own character in this game. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like makes sense. It's through body. Well, well, I mean, have you seen yes. the the tech demo of the character creation? No. Mm-hmm. It's endless. It's so crazy. You can make the coolest looking person ever. Yeah. Like, like it's going to be so cool. We're talking about levels of Brink. <laughs> We're talking... I remember the game Brink. Yeah. yeah. Were there, are there it was a good concept to pick from. <laughs> can I go back to that point for a minute where you guys mentioned the Twitter guy just gets this, gets a free game. So, in order to get a free game from the developer themselves, you have to, like, fall in love with their protagonist in life on stage in order to get a free copy. Is, is that what I'm getting here? If Keanu is that the, Reeves... Is that the only way to get a free game from the developer? Yeah, if Keanu yeah. Reeves comments on you, then, like, in a positive manner, yeah. you get free stuff. That sounds as if... I mean, Evan gets them for free because he's a, he's a games journalist. <laughs> Alright, so how do we... That's our next mission on Wicked Anime. Like, let's go find Keanu Reeves and comment that he's breathtaking. Yeah, why? Well, that's been the plan I, our I entire I, lives. I love I know. it! But see, I wouldn't want to do that now because now he's probably going to be like, ugh, like, okay, I get it. Like, you're breathtaking. Like, everybody's going to be calling him breathtaking he's <laughs> just going to hate it. You know, everybody's going to be like, you're breathtaking. You're gonna be like, you're, you're breathtaking. Another um, anecdote about that, too, is I sent this all to you in the in the chat this morning, that everybody's been freaking out about sh- the Rise of the Shield hero because they just had a beach episode. And oh, we saw, right. got yes. to see Raph Talia. I haven't a, seen it yet. Oh, we got to see Raph Talia in a swimsuit. And uh, so the, there's just a series of screen caps of like, well, what do you think? And then the main character is like, you're perfect. And she blushes. And so somebody posted like, what do you think? Yeah. Main character son. And then it's just an animated picture of your breathtaking. It's a picture of Keanu Reeves pointing at her. And then her blushing. It's just like so funny. I didn't get the reference. I just knew that was Keanu Reeves in the middle frame. And I thought it was funny. Cause yeah. the way they scratched it's just it from out. the new episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. Okay. Um, so anyways... Well, speaking of CD Projekt Red, uh, we're not and we're not even talking about the stuff that I'm actually excited about. For well, Cyberpunk is one of the things I'm like absolutely excited about. Yeah. Uh, speaking of CD Projekt Red, though, I wanted to mention that uh, The Witcher Three is coming. To coming the to the Switch. Switch. And it's not even like, uh, oh, Witcher Three is coming to the Switch. Like, oh, I can buy that for fifteen bucks on Steam. 
That's not the point. They're bringing The Witcher 3 to the Switch is basically Nintendo being like, this is what our hardware can do. Like, you know? Yeah, but the it, it goes against everything that Nintendo wants as a system. That's not that, true. Well, I mean... No, no. Like, I mean, they already have Skyrim on it. But the Skyrim doesn't have vaginas, right? But but the difference <laughs> but the difference is as well. Senran Kagura almost does exactly. So there's, you know, like like we're saying, all the Nintendo games are becoming the uncensored cuts, where the and then all the Sony games are becoming the censored cuts. But you can just buy it for Steam, and everything's uncensored. So I don't know. Uh, well, I like this direction. It seems like Nintendo's kind of breaking the mold and maybe tapping into well, a different I think market. Now, right, exactly. Now Nintendo... it's, it's the right move. They're realizing, okay, our audience is getting older. We should yeah, be right. appeasing to the older audience. And they're competing. Nintendo yeah. is competing. Competing? With... I think they're the front runner. Are you well, kidding me? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, they are. Because, I mean, literally the Switch is probably one of the most popular systems. I still want to get one, and I'm a PC guy now. Oh, yeah, me too. I would. T- well, I need I need to play Fire Emblem. I need to play Fire Emblem. I want to play more Smash Bros. It's all I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that's that's another one on the list that, that I need to talk about of my favorite things of, of E3, which I don't know if I really count Nintendo Direct as E3 because they just happen to play at the same time that E3's around, you know? No, no, they're at E3, though. They are at E3, but, like, okay, they made a room that was Luigi's Mansion. Cool. Um, (laughs) Like, I... Fire Emblem looks great, because now it's Fire Emblem in a way that we've never seen Fire... Like, they're doing a completely different Fire Emblem. It's not just the same game that they... Every time they make Fire Emblem, it's a different game, basically. Um, And so this one is a completely different concept now, you know? It's not even the same concept of Fire Emblem anymore. Uh, and, and you know, you have three different houses. as It's called three houses. But you have three different houses that you get to kind of maintain relationships with. And then there's one party that everybody's fighting against. The Lannisters. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, um, the, the thing that I'm wondering about, though, is... Is there character creation in this one? Because that was what was really nice about the last two Fire Emblem games is you got to create your own character and then you got to have a piece of the story, you know, and then your character got to marry somebody and like, that was really cool. And then they had children. Ah, that's really cool too. Um, but this, the story trailer that they made for this Fire Emblem didn't set it up to be like, Oh, you get to have a piece of the story. It just gave you like classic Fire Emblem where they gave you a character and you play as that character kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if you actually get to play or not as, as your own character. I hope you do. Because that was that's really special to Fire Emblem to me. Yeah, yeah. I think you would be able to. I hope so. Yes. What? Final Fantasy VII remake yeah. gameplay. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought it was Final Fantasy VIII remake. They no, re- no, they're remastering VIII. They're remastering VIII, but the remake of seven actually seven. is looking yes. great. And they announced Tifa! And, you know, Tifa is my absolute you know, childhood crush. Like, I've been yeah. playing Final Fantasy VII since Final Fantasy VII was, you know, a non-greatest hits on PlayStation 1. And oh my gosh, I have such a crush on Tifa and they announced her <laughs> finally. And uh, and so I'm I'm super happy. But not only that, but the gameplay looks amazing. It does. Yeah! It great. It, you know, and they, they took Final Fantasy... I think Final Fantasy XV was a tech demo 
for what they wanted to do with Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Because, like... Final Which is Fantasy weird, because uh, Final Fantasy XV was supposed to be Final Fantasy thirteen Versus. Yes, exactly. Oh, um, Yeah, do you remember Versus? That came out, that was like, they announced it, like, forever ago. Yeah, I, I do. So, Final Fantasy XV basically was, like... What are you showing me? Oh, just... So, I... Oh, Aris? I wanted to find the picture <laughs> of um, the old Aris and... The underneath it was the new Eris, and yeah. I just thought like how awesome like in just a short span of time technology has come. Oh, it's freaking so beautiful! It's I know absolutely beautiful. Like I'm sorry, Evan. I wish I could show you this photo, but oh it's no, like, I've seen it. Amazing. Oh my god! Well, see, that's that's see. Okay, that's the whole issue with Final Fantasy VII to begin with is just like, do you like Eris or do you like Tifa? It's just like, well, I like why, both of them. But why I can't I like both? Well, you can like both of them, but uh, but but you date one. You have to choose one of them to date oh. in the game. No, but. There, it's very hard to do, but your date can end up being Barrett. Yes, at one and and that and apparently it's like the best thing. Oh, it's so funny! It's yeah. so so funny. But um, but no, I'm I'm always very much every time I play Final Fantasy VII, I date Tifa. You know, mm-hmm. um, because because why wouldn't I want to date Tifa? Because th- to me, like even though Eris is just like oh, Eris and Cloud, that's the greatest. That's such a good love story. It's like okay, no. I think Tifa and Cloud is the greatest love story, but I also like. I could, but me personally, I have a crush on Tifa myself. But you know, I think she's just the ultimate waifu. But, um, <laughs> Whoa, you've never said that before. I, I've, I've, I think I've like. I think because I'm so emotionally invested in Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. like I, I haven't realized how emotionally invested in Final Fantasy VII I've been since I've been replaying it, and since Final Fantasy VII remake has become becoming more tangible. I'm currently watching a uh, a speed run online for somebody uh, who beat Final Fantasy VII in three hours. Oh my goodness! Wow! Huh? <laughs> wow! Yeah. Um. How? I don't know. About forty minutes, and apparently it uses glitches. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that, that makes cheap. sense. No, no, no. There is glitch. Glitches are if you can do a glitch run, like if it's a non one hundred percent speed run, then glitches are because it's still beating the game and getting to the end, so it still works. Yeah. It's not true. Though. But um, fighting bosses is apparently buying a crap ton of grenades and just throwing them. At um. <laughs> so uh, grenade, grenade, lightning bolt. That's grenade, how you solve all your life problems. But what was it? MC Bat Commander. Violence is never the answer until it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... So, okay, so Final Fantasy VII Remake is also coming out in different packs as well. So you can get just the basic game. You can buy the game. Mm-hmm. And then you can buy the Deluxe Edition, which comes with the soundtrack and an art book. So I might actually get the Deluxe Edition, which means that because it's going to come out in three installments, one per disc... Um, there's I thought be... it was only supposed to come out in two. They said they oh, said two? It, they said it two. in yep, three two that discs. it was going to fit on two Blu-ray discs. Uh, the, the whole game. the whole game the whole game no because because you get two discs in this oh one's an installation disc and one's the gameplay disc oh like the same way Good. that the same day that uh, uh same way that red dead redemption was oh i didn't know that red dead redemption yeah. did that yeah and grand theft auto 5 did it as well so um oh i didn't know that either yeah no. so uh because this game is massive yeah. But well, and that's the thing. So, so people were speculating. Oh, it only takes you to the end of Midgar. You yep. don't even get to the world map. Yep. Midgar. Apparently, this is until the whole first disc, which of course is to to me the first disc is just the greatest story ever told. It's, I I think that that disc one of Final Fantasy VII is the best part of Final Fantasy. Oh, it's VII. so amazing! It's so good. Um, 
And and so if everybody's playing like actual dis like you don't you actually get to go past Midgar and you actually get to play past Final Fantasy VII through Midgar, like oh my gosh, you guys, this is gonna be one of the greatest games ever made in my opinion because I love Final Fantasy. Uh, but anyway, so it's coming out. <laughs> so it's coming out in a deluxe edition. You get an art book and you get uh, the soundtrack, which I might get because soundtrack amazing, um, makes me cry every time I hear uh, some of the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, art book. I'm an art book nut, and why why wouldn't I get an art book of Final Fantasy VII? Um, and then plus you get some extra summons and stuff, which is kind of cool. Oh, you do? Yeah, you get like a Chocobo summon and then a Cactar summon, which is kind of neat. Oh yeah. And then true. you get and then you get a Steel Book case, and then there's the first class edition of yep. Final Fantasy VII remake. The three hundred fifty dollar one. Three hundred and thirty dollars for for Final Fantasy VII. You have to buy that three times like that is an ultimate whale purchase like, <laughs> like and you get you get a figurine of 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 cloud on a motor on the motorcycle and it's just like man and yet i still have a feeling you're gonna buy it no 330 dollars that's a switch i can't afford that well well if i can't even never if, saying never. if i can't i know if i can't even afford a switch how am i gonna buy like one copy of final fantasy with a figurine of cloud because <laughs> this is your game. It is. I know. I've been waiting for this game. I've been waiting very patiently for this game. But no, I. A I'd lot of happy, people have. I'd be happy with just dropping eighty bucks on the on the deluxe edition because it gets me the art book and that's that, all I want. That's fair. Like I, I don't have space for a cloud figurine as much as I would like space for a cloud figurine. But... Oh, you, I, you would find room. Oh, I'd find room yeah. easily. <laughs> easily. Now, if it was a Tifa figurine, that would be harder. Like I'd be like. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I should probably get this first class edition and spend three hundred and thirty dollars that I don't have. Maybe disc two will have that. Yeah, it's just like maybe I'll skip out on my health insurance this month and buy <laughs> Final Fantasy. So I would risk disease for this figurine. <laughs> um. So uh, uh. So yeah. So I'm totally happy with what they showed for Final Fantasy VII. That's all I could have watched out of the Square Enix. Yeah. Because because so the first fifteen to twenty minutes of the Square Enix presentation was the final fantasy 7 stuff can we talk about the actual yes. best part of the square enix presentation can he's, i ask a side sarcastic. question first yeah so because you guys are so in love with final fantasy 7 like my favorite personal favorite was 9 do you think they'll ever remaster or remake 9 i don't think 9 will get as much love as 7 yeah 9 has which is sad because remake. i but, agree with you greg because that yeah, is my favorite out of them i will not argue with you that 9 is not an amazing game uh, so, cause it, it's seven, seven, eight, and nine are considered, I mean, so there's people who like four, five, and six, yep. and then there's people who like seven, eight, and nine, and then there's people who are wrong and like 10, <laughs> 10, 13, and 15, and then, just they're, they're and then, and then, and then 12 is its own, like, I yeah. like 12, and it's just like, okay, 12 is good, 12 but is nobody a, bought it. Yeah, apparently 12 is an amazing game, but PS3 came out, and then they released Final Fantasy 12 on the PS2. And everybody and, yeah. had PS3s and nobody bought it. So, yeah. okay. but it was apparently a really good game. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's the MMOers who play 11 and 14, which I have 14, which is fun. But, uh, uh, but, uh, so I, I nine was really good. I, I did like nine. They did already remaster it though. Just so you know. I did. Yeah, yeah. It's on the Switch right now. It, it snuck by everybody. Like nobody cares. That's sad. To it, me. It's really sad. It's I grew really up sad. with that game. Yeah. No, nine was great. Yeah. I love. I, yeah, I know. I had seven, eight, nine. Like that was my. That was those were my Final Fantasies, and seven was always the best. So again, back to the business at hand. Yes. The best actual fifteen minutes of Square Enix 
which was the uh, Avengers <laughs> release. Oh my gosh! Game. So no, let's talk about. Hold on, let me let me say anything. So, uh, um, so the best biz- possible business move that you can make for a group of characters that we already know who they are and we already know their characters and they're making a video game about them and they show no gameplay whatsoever like <laughs> that so this was the avengers reveal that literally every single person in their grandma was throwing heat and trash and slander at final fantasy 7 remake and, every, and everything else. And everything else that Square Enix was showing because they were like, it's not the Avengers game that I'm looking for. Just show me the damn Avengers game and I will go home. And of course they were going to save it for last because that's what everybody's like wanting to yeah, do. Jack off. Yeah. yeah and, um, and <laughs> that, that was a great demonstration, John. <laughs> yeah, right? Thank you. Uh, Good Travis and, touchdown impersonation. <laughs> um, Which we'll get to him in a second. <laughs> but oh, yeah, that's they... Right. Sh- they showed this trailer, which is like, sure, all of the Avengers are voiced by different people. Like, they didn't get the movie Avengers people, but they're still the exact same characters. So we know how they're going to act. So the only way that you can possibly sell an Avengers game is by showing some really cool gameplay footage. And they didn't do that. Not, o- not only that, but they also ripped off the end game five years later. Oh, yeah, like, right? Like, the game has a five years later thing in it because the Avengers are now fugitives, and it's just like, okay, Endgame did five years later. Congratulations. Yeah, so it was, the it was like, the worst well, part of it. So, so like, I, I had to sit through the Square Enix uh, presentation watching the live chat, and the live chat was just like, what's this weeb shit? Like, what, like, nobody cares about this. Just show Avengers. Like, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What's this weeb crap? Like... Like, everybody was calling us weebs, and everybody... I was like, you understand that Square Enix is a Japanese company, right? And they're going to make Japanese anime games, right? Like, nobody cares about your dumb Avengers game. Like, yeah. it's, like everybody's here to see Final Fantasy, because that's what Square Enix makes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like... And, and great. On day one, we get all of the five original Avengers that we've seen a thousand times. The one cool thing that they talked about was they're going to release new heroes that you can play as in the game for free forever. Mm. Great. Fine. But we need to see some gameplay footage if you're even going to start to convince me that you're going to make a good game. I think it's a great marketing strategy. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I just think I just thought it was really annoying to be there for Final Fantasy and like you just have just tons of people that like escape from their basement somehow well they didn't because they yeah. were typing on their computer and we're just like i want to jack off to tony stark like it's just like okay like we get it like you you got all the the marvel nerds and it's just like get it get out of here like get away from like i like it was literally two different genres of fans clashing together because of marvel because the marvel kids who have no idea what final fantasy is or anime is or any of that crap come to square enix's event did, uh, did did both sides kill each other off? Uh, almost. Like it was, it was, it was a pretty fair. F- like, and I was fighting. I, I was, I was making. I was in the chat. I was making fun of uh, the of, of the of the Avengers people as well. So, <laughs> like, like, Andrew, and I wrote a comic book about this one time. <laughs> I, I just love seeing Andrew at full throttle, like just bashing on these groups. Oh man, hard man with hard opinions. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I just. 
I, I just can't, I can't stand it anymore. Like I, I just, mean, like just be happy that we're getting a Marvel Ultimate Alliance game that's coming out what next month, and that's actually looking pretty oh, good. Yeah, that's right. Well, because just imagine it like for an hour, uh, uh, an entire hour, the whole chat just said Avengers, like scrolling up, like Avengers. It's like we get it. You know it's coming. They're not going to listen to you. Stop. You know. <laughs> that actually surprised me that they don't know what. The, that company mainly makes. Yeah, it's it's like I, I when you said yeah, Square Enix and Avengers. I'm like, what? No, yeah. we're go- Final Fantasy. What? Yeah. <laughs> so um, so so yeah, so that happened. Um, okay. So so my top game. So again, my top games for were Cyberpunk, uh, uh, Fire Emblem, Final Fantasy, and Doom. Yeah, but on, uh, I'm going to throw Doom. one more in there at you. Uh-huh. They showed a trailer, a gameplay trailer for Psychonauts 2. Oh, they did? Yes. I missed it entirely. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's really good. good. Oh, good. Yeah. Because I watch... on John Starr's face right now. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Psychonauts is, is the best game. Like, you will yeah. never convince me it's... Psychonauts is one of the best no, games. No, Psychonauts ever. is... I will 100% agree Psychonauts Second to Earthworm is... Jim. Second yeah. to Earthworm Jim, Psychonauts is the best game ever made. Um, Wait. What that statement contradicts itself. Se- Second, I I know. <laughs> Earthworm Jim is will always and forever be the best game ever made for me. But Psychonauts is, is the best game. Is the best made. game ever made. Um, don't argue with me. My brain right? literally exploded. I know. I see it seeping out of your ears. Thank you. We heard a pop. Um, so speaking of pops, like I watched the I watched the gameplay trailer for Doom or the d- gameplay demonstration for Doom, yes. which was really cool. I need to see that. It I was it well. I mean, one of the things you got to listen to the music, you know, and the, and I guess of course they have Mick Gordon on music again, and it's just like, oh, Mick Gordon makes the best soundtrack. Um, it sounds like metal, but he doesn't use a single real instrument. He does. He uses a guitar. Well, I thought that the whole point was that he used like sound effects. To well, make he does. But he has a guitar that he also... Like, he uses the guitar and then everything else is electronic. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so, uh, so the music is really nice. The one thing I'm disappointed about, I think, from Doom, or from this Doom Eternal gameplay, is uh, two things. You can see the Doom Slayer's face through his mask now. Through the visor, you can see his eyes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like, okay, I can get past that, whatever. Two... When he gets hurt, he makes a noise. Like he, he did made... in the original Doom. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. yeah. Yes, he did. In I the... thought he did. He did a... <gasps> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that one. Uh, but but in the in, in Doom in Doom 2016, he didn't. Yeah. Um. In in like uh. And in, in this one, it's like. <laughs> like when he gets hit like so it's i like it so yeah it was those it was are fine. those are very nitpicky which i'm happy i thought yeah. you were going to actually talk about something no i love it's doom <laughs> yeah. I love so i just saw this uh uh extra credits just yep. released a new a uh, new game uh video where they were talking about um uh dragon quest 11 and doom eternal yeah and they were talking about how review sites will always give a thumbs down yes. the fact that they dislike that the this game has not changed since the first one. Yeah. But fans always give the thumbs up for this game has not changed, it's the same as the first one. Yeah. Um and, and that's something that's really funny about Doom is that like they tried giving it an immersive atmosphere and everybody hated it. Well, they thought it was okay, but they didn't like it. But then they just like, no, let's take away the the immersive atmosphere and let's just make some slaying gore stuff. 
and like here we go everybody loves doom again so yeah yeah oh, oh my gosh doom 2016 was the best game of 2016 in my opinion One now i get to, best yeah now i get to play it on my computer which is even better like i, I will be buying doom eternal for my pc you which, can glitch speed run that yeah right. <laughs> oh my I, dude i'm i'm so excited like if like right now i'm literally playing like terrorist hunt on on rainbow six siege to get my like i'm just gonna go in and shoot somebody fix get froggy on some now, yeah get, i go get froggy on some terries but now I can go play Doom. That like, was a Key and Peele joke, by the yeah. way. Like, now I can play Doom. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I'm so... And that's November. That's coming out in November. Yeah. November 22nd. And that's, like, really close to Sabaton. <laughs> yeah. To November Sabaton 21 days past yeah. Sabaton. Oh, man. I don't think you'll see Andrew for that whole month. Yeah, yeah. No, not, not in November. No, is. November is busy for me, and it's and it's mostly because of... And we will see him in November because we're going to go to the Sabaton concert with him. Well, I haven't bought a ticket. You got to buy your tickets, Greg. I don't know if I can go. Yes, you do. You can go. You're going to go. All right. (laughs) Just remind me. (laughs) Right after this recording. Okay. Well, you will because we're going to be listening to the Red Baron after this. The Sabaton song. Mm. And you're also editing this episode. So future Greg, (laughs) buy Sabaton tickets. Stop editing right now for a second. Buy Sabaton tickets. Past Greg, do what John says. (laughs) (laughs) I mean future Greg. Sorry. You're thinking past. Anyway. You're past Greg. Yes, I am. Evan, what games did you look at at E3? All right. So, of course, I just mentioned recently No More Heroes 3. Because Normal Heroes is like my app, one of my absolute favorite video game series, and just seeing Travis Touchdown just go hardcore henshin on like hundreds of people at once just made me so giddy. And here's the thing: when the trailer was first being shown, I didn't realize it was No More Heroes because Travis looked a lot older. But then when he like took off the whole henshin common rider kind of outfit, he was back to his old school self. And it's just got that sort of craziness that I love about No More Heroes in this trailer. So I'm excited about that. I'm very excited about Astral Astral Chain. And I swear, Astral Chain is Scalebound. Because I remember seeing the trailer for Scalebound at an Xbox presser event before it was canceled. And the recent trailer for Astral Chain that was shown off in, in this E3 uh, conference had very similar gameplay to what Scalebound was going to have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Bayonetta 3 as well. <laughs> no, no, Bayonetta 3 is a totally separate game. Well, I know that. I'm just saying, but the there is a the Bayon, part of the Bayonetta team is on Scale or on Scalebound is on uh, Astral Chain. Yes. Which is exciting. So, so of Bayonetta. course those Cyberpunk one that really got my attention from the guys who made uh Dishonored Deathloop I don't think I saw that. That was on the Bethesda one. It's basically a story of two different people, and every time one character dies, it it's basically like a nitty gritty version of ReZero. Huh. Okay. And it, I th- I thought the way it was presented, it looked really cool. So I'm gonna be keep my eyes peeled for that one. The Link's Awakening remake, just oh like God. it was so cute, it but looks it was so, so cool. Have you seen it, Jonathan? No. It's so cute. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, Link's they they totally remade Link's Awakening in 3D and and like the art style is just absolutely adorable. Let's mm-hmm. see. Um But then a polar opposite is the Breath of the Wild sequel announcement. That was creepy. I heard that it was like a horror game. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's gonna be a horror base, which I'm by, down for that. By the way, have you guys seen what what are the 
boss characters like they're like gods or something like that in the original breath of the wild or the first breath of the wild aren't they like called like, divine beasts yeah divine are. beasts have you seen the original concept art for the divine beasts no they're like straight out of the mist seriously yeah like horrifying art sketches and i don't know whether or not the ones that i saw were it was on reddit so i don't know if what i saw was real but like Somebody made some really scary Divine Beast pictures, and they said that it was actual concept art for uh, Breath of the Wild. Well, and, it seems like that the sequel is taking a cue from that concept art. Yeah, right? That's the, and, and that's kind of what made me think that it was believable, in a way. You know what I mean? So Scaring new generation of Zelda fans. I like <laughs> it. Oh, these things? Let me see. Oh, wow. Yep, oh that's it. Oh, my gosh. Yep, that's it. What? That's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That is very... If they make, a, like, a Zelda, like, uh, M-rated game, that would be awesome. An M-rated Zelda? Yeah. Yeah. And with those devices, I feel like that this one could push the envelope. It may not get... It may be, like, a hard T, but it might get, like, an almost M-rated. <laughs> Pushing the envelope at teen. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing um... the T down envelope, if you want to call it that. <laughs> And let's see, the last game that really caught my attention. Oh my god, how have we not talked about uh, Destroy All Humans? Oh, the remastered Destroy All Humans? No, it's a remake! I'm so excited for this. Well, it's, I mean, the, a remake is a remastered, technically, kind of. Kind of. But, but, they're, is... but they're remaking it from the ground up. A remaster is just an extra coat of paint. This has me so excited because I remember being... Uh, a lonely kid back in the day, and to get over my awful sorrows, I would play Destroy All Humans. And that sounds bad, but it's not supposed to be. It's pretty crippling. No, Destroy... It's supposed to be like a funny cripple story, but I guess I threw it off as like really sad. Don't worry, people. It's funny. Laugh. Destroy All Humans was a really... I played Destroy All Humans. It was a really fun game. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And then I played the second one, and I thought the second one was crap. Yeah, well, this is more going to be aligned with the first one. And I watched some of the gameplay demo that GameSpot uh, posted up, and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So the one thing I didn't catch was when's the release date, supposed release date? 2020. No, that's too far! Every, <laughs> literally everything is was coming out in 2020. Yeah. That oh. was released yeah, right, in 2019 end. It's a crappy year anyway. Let's get to 2020. <laughs> yeah, um, we should also make the point of what they did with the trailer for Destroy All Humans. Uh, oh, oh! You mean Ishmael. the uh, Ramstein? Yeah. The what? Which, if you read the lyrics to Ishwell, it's perfect for destroy all humans. Ishwell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was. It was just like a, a straight up Ramstein music video. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was like that. It was. It was Ishwell uh, by by Ramstein. Uh, uh, Crypto is singing it. Crypto? What's his name? Uh, whatever. Uh, he's he's singing it, and then it like, and then like they turn it into a music video for Ishville, and then he destroys all humans. Huh. Um, Does he still sound like Jack Nicholson? They didn't. They didn't reveal his actual voice. Um. The um. The remake. It says, kind of, sort of sounds like Jack Nicholson, more of a growl, than. But like a Jack Nicholson with a growl. That was the one thing that I hated about Destroy All Humans was the alien's voice. 
I um, thought it was interesting. I could. I thought it fit. Yeah, I, I yeah, it fit it like that fit. really goofy feel to the game. Where it, it was uh, like, it, back then, well, I shouldn't say back then because it's still goofy, but like it is supposed to be a goofy alien game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. Um, one of the things that I wanted to mention uh, that was at E three that I thought was really really interesting was um, and this was a game that I found out existed not too long ago, is um, Vampire the Masquerade bloodlines 2 yeah so um the original uh vampire the masquerade is like this old rpg that has like 10 different factions of vampires and you get to create your own character and uh, a bunch of different characters that you talk to and play like stories and uh i guess the game is really short so that you can keep playing it over and over and over again as all the different factions, and then you get, like, different pieces of the story because different factions can have access to different things. And I guess it's, like, one of the best RPGs, like, splinter RPGs ever made. Like, it's just really fun and and super interesting. Well, they just announced number two is coming out, which is crazy. Because uh, it's, like, a game that's just like, why would they make a number two of that, you know? <laughs> because they can. Because they can, and it looks it looks fantastic. It looks absolutely amazing. It looks... It's cool. Uh, What system was that for? I think it's for everything. For everything? PC to console and... uh, Yeah, PC and console. So, uh, yeah, so... Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Speaking of these new games, too, and I don't know if it's... I don't know if you guys like to cover consoles when it comes to E3 stuff. Yeah, sure. But I'm looking at some of the specs that they're coming out for with the new Xbox, which I hate the name. Xbox 2... That's what they're calling it. Uh, or I, I like so they're calling it Project Scarlet, but I guess the I wanted to be called the Xbox Scarlet. Just keep the code name. It sounds sleek. Honestly, I don't. I I don't know why can't they go back to like Xbox Seven Twenty? Like that was what everybody thought <laughs> it was going to be after the Three Sixty, and they're like, no, we're going to name it the One. Because yeah, now, it's gone to play. Because Greg, now they have to, <laughs> to play. they have to create uh, prequel systems. So that they can fill an Xbox One through five, uh, 359. Oh, you're right. It's awful. <laughs> so, but they got a long way to go. They jumped the gun when they hit Xbox 360. But that was such a good name. Anyway. <laughs> oh, it's a joke, Greg. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But it's just, it frustrates me. Like, you're really going to go, like, one, two, three, four, five. Like, be more creative. It, it's just dumb. But the point is... Aside from the name being dumb, the specs are absolutely awesome on this thing. It's starting to get into territory where it could possibly rival a lower budget to mid budget PC. Why? What's what's, uh, what's the RAM inside of it or the graphics? So from what I can tell, it's it's a little bit uh, limited information, but it's set to launch holiday 2020 with 8K gaming support for 120 FPS frame rates, ray tracing. An optical drive along with backwards compatibility for the last three generations of Xbox consoles. Oh, PlayStation's doing that too. Play- oh, yeah. so- Sony announced that PS5 will be compatible with all five generations. I believe it because Sony is usually a step ahead of Xbox. I mean, I grew up with Xbox, but PlayStation is I hate that. The only reason why I hate that is because typically everybody in the world has sold all of their first generation Xbox games to buy one Xbox 360 game. (laughs) I did that with Xbox 360 to PS4. I sold everything and I still owed like a hundred bucks, but I'm not going to mention the awful company that I had to do that for. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys probably know. Yeah. Yep. Not going to mention it. But, um, 
other than that, I thought that was really cool, and they're starting to actually compete. I think with PCs, I don't know if they'll be on the same level they soon. Probably, unless you can fit a 1080, 1080 Ti into a system, you probably can. Not to mention, try the try the uh, the Twi. Wow, yeah, yeah. try the uh, twenty series now. They're at like twenty eighties, right? But yeah. like, uh, but a Ti is like the same. Like, it's it's overhaul basically. They have twenty eighty Ti's. Do they? Yeah, I don't know. Cause, cause I brought, I bought top of the line when I bought my PC. So like, yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I mean, they recently came out. I think with like right. the 16s and the 20s and. Um, but either either way, the difference is is you when you run. Uh, consoles, at, about like 120 frames per second. Like if we're running consoles at 60 frames per second, okay, cool. But if you run a console at 120 frames per second. That has nothing to do with the console. You need a monitor that can run it like that. Yep, a TV. Yeah, that's true. Like, like, mm-hmm. so Especially the mon- right like, now. like the monitors have to be able to like my my monitor at home yep. is one forty four. Like same, I can same as mine. Yeah, yeah, I can do a one forty four FPS on my on my monitor at home. Why would you want that though? I be- mean, like, uh, because it's isn't it like less latency? I think it's something like that. Yeah, there's less screen tearing and less. Uh, uh, it looks more smooth. Yeah, and uh, and but basically, what happens is, is the human eye, when you get above sixty frames per second, the human eye doesn't notice you it. You can't recognize it exactly. Right. But 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 it's when you go below, uh, sixty frames per second is where your eye can start to notice it. Yeah, of course. Um, and th- so I mean, the the difference is 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 frame rates like. Go, go up and down they fluctuate up and down so if you if you go above 60 frames it won't drop below 60 frames basically and you'll get less lag i, I see what you're saying so that makes sense but even still we don't have the technology that can run 8k yet anyways uh <laughs> so like, no but it, it doesn't 8k is so high that no, it doesn't even matter right yeah but, yeah, and, and, but again and the human eye can't even yeah. see at 4k so it doesn't even matter like my my monitor can also run at 4k and it it's totally pointless right because you have 1080p. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you, it's, it's, like, it's, it's just, it's bullcrap. It's a load of bullcrap, people. You're just paying more money for, for stuff that, like, you can't even see. As yeah. It's just, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe one day down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like our buddy who does the modding stuff. Yes. His character, the characters that he made to mod have 16k files in them. And we're just like, why did you do that? He's just like. Because I could, like, <laughs> it, it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference on it. It's just because I could. He also has the rig to be able to do stuff yeah. like that. His rig is absolutely nuts. Wow. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But um, yeah. So I'm excited about that, even though I probably won't get it, but or I would like to get it. I'd get a PlayStation first. That's true. That I'd like to get a PS. I want all of them. Who, who am I kidding? I want all of them. Yeah. yeah. Can't afford all. But them. I mean, I have a PC, so you know. That's true. But I know that if an exclusive comes out that I want, in the same way that I want to switch. Yeah. So, uh, one more quick piece of news, because I thought this was interesting. Google's actually getting in on the console market now. They released, they're released. they releasing their new system next year called, I think it's called the State Stadia Reveal. Well, it's not just them. Uh, Atari's getting back in the game, and so is yeah. Intellivision. Yeah, Intellivision's getting a new Earth and Rear game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we get it for that. So, I just wanted to point that out. That looks interesting. <laughs> Their controller looks like a combination of PlayStation and Xbox yeah. One. It's literally like a giant ripoff of both. But well, I mean, yeah. it's because both both the systems have optimized. Like you've we've optimized controllers, right? Yeah, 
Like, why would we change a controller thing? Like, we're not going to make, like, a, an N64 controller again. Like, that would be dumb. That would be awesome. What do you mean? <laughs> it was the most comfortable grip. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even need one of the handles on there, but it was there anyways. <laughs> your left hand was comfortable, your right hand's like, where do I go? <laughs> Alright. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And that was our E3 experience this year. Alright. Yes. Alright. So, uh, I saw someone just posted this uh, a little bit about Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is in a modern, relevant video game with a lot of popularity, which means Keanu Reeves is now eligible to be put in Smash. Yes. <laughs> if they do it, um, I will physically go out. John Wick on Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm back. I hope he's John Wick from Fortnite. I don't own a Switch, but if they un- if they put him in Smash Bros, I would physically go get a copy of Switch and just to buy Smash Bros, just to have him on there. <laughs> and then buy nothing else for the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. um, so we have one bit of uh, fan service okay, from uh, Megadaffy. Um, Wicked fan Mike, who uh, wanted to just give a quick rundown of our uh, last episode talking about the uh, human cruelty and monstrous side of humanity shown in Funan. Also sounds a lot like Grave of the Fireflies, um, which is one of those movies that's like, I'll watch it, definitely, but it'll probably only have the chance to watch it once. I still have to watch Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, right? I know. Um, Akira Toriyama possibly being a collective number of artists uh, is... Uh, a person reminded him of the ongoing theory that the creator of Digimon franchise, uh, Akiyoshi Hongo, is really a pseudonym for the creators of uh, Tamagotchi. <laughs> that's interesting. I didn't know that. That's uh, that's really funny. Um, uh, as for the main topic, best anime movies I've seen so far are Pokemon. The Pokemon ones. Pokemon movies are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. That's I cannot believe we n- didn't mention that because that is a fantastic film that is oh, yes. a really good movie yeah um and that when uh if and when the kenosuba movie comes out that that one will be good as well. and as someone that has read volume five i will say that that, that movie is gonna be amazing yeah um which by the way i can't believe i actually forgot to talk about the saga of tiny the evil movie on last episode because that's a fantastic one as well yeah right. There, well, see, there's so many things that that we could have talked about that, but we we, we like to complain, you know. <laughs> People um, come and listen to us bitch more than praise things. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. The Tekken motion picture was incredibly over philosophical with a bunch of cliched uh, movie based uh, bits uh, in a fighting game. Street Fighter Alpha, the movie was pretty disappointing. I I agree with that one. The Street Fighter Alpha movie was not as strong as Street Fighter Two movie um there wasn't a shower scene with chung lee in there that's why it wasn't that good uh yeah oh the the street fighter 2 movie yeah yes that's the only reason but there is a version of that movie without the shower scene in it why yeah the yellow box the yellow box version for kids like seriously for kids (laughs) um and then the frankenstein fox dub of digimon the movie started off okay but went off the rails for the third act which could only be described as some kids fanfic about digimon (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's That's true awesome uh and then, uh, let's see, Battle Arena Toshiden. No, just no. What is that? I, I have to I've never heard of that actually. one. <laughs> yeah. Battle Arena Toshiden is a is like um, kind of like a, a variable geo. Yeah. Type deal. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. 
Um, let's see. Oh, there's uh, also um, uh, Wicked Fan Sean, Frostbeard the Porn Master, said that Trigun uh, Badlands Rumble was a really fun movie, and oh, that yeah. is true. That was Yeah, that one was movie. really good. That was a great movie. That that's that's on the same fun. vein as Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. I, I Although not as strong as the Cowboy it's Bebop It's not as good movie. as the Cowboy Bebop movie, but it's the same thing where it's just like, let's just take an adventure that they had in the middle of the series and then like throw them in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it, what's nice about that movie is that it actually ends with, like, the beginning of episode 14 of Trigun. Oh, yeah. You know what? I never even realized that. That's really funny. Because he mentions the, the two brothers or whatever, their next target. Yeah. So it fits right in there. All, All right. right. Go with some uh, shameless plugs. Okay, guys. Uh, if you want to join in on our discussion about E3... You can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where you can comment and post and like on all the things that we post on there, and you can also message us and whatever. And you can also find us, of course, at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where you may be listening to this podcast right now, but you could also be listening to this podcast on all your podcasting websites like Google or, or Stitcher or... Podchasers or Acast or anywhere you can creatively think of where you might be able to listen to podcasts. Try to find us there. If we're not there, find somewhere else. <laughs> you can also find us at youtube.com slash Wicked Anime Reviews where we have all the videos that Wicked Anime has ever made. Uh, I know you guys are more asking about more videos, which, hey, you never know. Might make a <laughs> snack video again at some point. You guys were asking about a snack video, so... All right, let's give it a shot. Um, I mean, you, you guys saw my new place. I mean, we got the perfect place to film it. Yeah, it, it looks like a kitchen in a cooking uh, food network. So it's it looks in a dorm? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, it does look like a dorm. Um, but we mean that in a great way, by the way. It's fantastic. Um, and then, of course, uh, you can find us on all of our social medias. And by all of our social medias, I mainly mean Twitter. You can tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime. Uh, which is a, a great place to find us. And hey, if you want to find me, you can find me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash AFLMart. Uh, you can also find me on both Twitter and Instagram at AFLM underscore art, where you can message me about commission work or follow up on my progress on the current current webcomic, Solarian Sun, that is about to be launched not in... Not too much longer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hang out with us on Discord as well. You can find us on Discord, <laughs> uh, where you can also get... You'll. I'll be posting Solarian Sun updates on there as well, but you're mostly there for Wicked Anime, I think. <laughs> All right. Evan. Evan. All right, so for the recent news reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bass Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter and the J-Pop, Video Games, and Anime Amino pages at KingBaby.esh and on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Esh. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Esh, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, and Smash Rook. And I am just about to start prep work for Anime Expo. Me and 42 Believer Sarah are going to be heading down there at the beginning of July. We might shoot a couple of videos, including one involving Channel A, and fingers crossed we might get some big-time anime YouTubers involved with that one. Also, 
check out very soon a review of the upcoming motion picture. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Arrow of Orion. I am looking at the link right now that I just got sent. I cannot wait to dive into this movie. All right. Awesome. All right. So, um, in uh, the next episode of Wicked Anime, we're going to be discussing our preview and our predictions for the spring... No, sorry, the summer Summer! (laughs) Anime. We're in spring. Uh, The summer season of anime, and we're going to talk about the shows that we were going to be watching and uh, everything of that sort. So, uh, we'll be looking forward to that. I think there's going to be some good shows that we'll be looking forward to. Dr. Stone! Weightlifting. Yep. Uh, so uh, look forward to that and we'll uh, talk to you all then and until then it's time to sign off the only way we know how okay bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.